0: Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Robert Dittman, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, KJ. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing great. Super excited to have you on, Robert. This is Confessions from a Dental Lab, the show that takes you beneath the surface, Right to the source, so together we can learn things, hear things, and all get a little bit better. And I'm excited about this episode. My name is KJ Ike said. I'm the brand manager at Newark Dental Lab. I'll be your host. We're hosting Robert Ditman today, and Robert's with Core Scientific, and he's kind of the first guest of his kind we've had on this show. We, if you listen in, you know that we love interviewing dentists, ceramists, technicians. You know, you name it. Uh, we just love getting an inside look at the dental industry. And Robert is going to give us an entirely fresh vantage point at that. So, Robert, welcome to the show. First question, could you introduce yourself? Like, who is Robert Dittman, who you are and what you do?
1: Absolutely. Thanks, KJ. I, I really appreciate having you having me on. Uh, with what Core Scientific does, we are all about education right? So we're all about believing that knowledge makes us all better. And being part of this industry for, well, the last four years anyway, uh, it's been a uh, it's been a really fun uh, learning process and to learn and to see how things are better. But a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Bob Dittman. Uh, Robert is my formal name. I was uh, born and raised in Lake County, Illinois, so right near the Wisconsin border. Uh, after graduating high school, I attended and graduated from the University of Wisconsin. Uh, and from there, I moved around a little bit. Uh, I have a long and storied career in real estate. I still own a real estate appraisal company. I was a broker for a long time. Uh, I've served some time on state boards uh, working to help advance the appraisal profession and, and uh, ethics and, and compliance training with the states. And it was a really fun experience. In 2020, uh, I was approached by Core Scientific and I really liked what Core Scientific had to say. On their entire Model their entire core for what the business is about is about focusing on technology about process and about transparency which is something that i think a lot of industries are lacking today so i jumped on board eagerly and uh we've not looked back
0: yeah thanks so much for sharing that background um it's it's always interesting to hear uh just like how people got to where they're at. And I think just so everyone's aware from a dental perspective, core scientific, Robert, you're someone who helps uh, dentists basically with their, the refining of the metals and then essentially like compensating for that that um, them for those metals, correct? Because like I know as a dental lab, we have a ton of metals that we'd rather recycle, right? Like many of us would. Um, and then sometimes, you know, people just discard them. And they don't get any compensation for that. They don't really get the ability to recycle them. But you offer a solution to dentists. And could you could you perhaps talk about that um, in specific, like how you help dentists and um, in, in dental labs and uh, yeah, that unique, I guess, like uh, what, what you what you help with.
1: Absolutely no, I'm I'm happy to do that. And uh, yes, KJ, and thank you, New Art. Uh, New Art has been a, a great partner for us, and and a good partnership has formed here over the last years, and uh, we're very proud for that. Yes, so. Uh, Within uh, the dental industry, and these are one of the things that they do not teach you in practice management in dental school for all you new dentists, so pay attention, is that when you are performing extractions on those crown and bridge, we all realize that those are metal alloys that are in there, right? And in those metal alloys, there are some really valuable metals, and there are some metals that are not so valuable. And really, the only way to be able to tell uh, what's in there is to break the bonds of the alloy and analyze it somehow. So most dental practices are used to uh, one of two processes. One, they aggregate the material, they hang on to it for a while, and they do something to recycle it. And we all know that recycling is a a very viable option these days. And then, you know, some people will be surprised to see this, but I see it every day. Um, there are a lot of dental practices that just quite simply they throw the material away. Right. So they don't think there's enough value in it to to make sense. And uh, I am here to tell you today that uh, there is value in it and it's worth aggregating. It's worth saving, not only for the environmental aspect, we all know things like gold mining and, Palladium mining are really destructive to the earth. They displace communities. There's, you know, all kinds of environmental side effects and damage and water pollution and and all these things that happen. And by recycling it, you're not only offsetting that, um, you're also receiving a pretty decent amount of compensation when you're working with a direct refinery. So with that, you know, KJ, without getting too long winded, uh, I can talk about a little bit what dental practices normally see. So mm-hmm. with the labs like yourself, uh, most labs have a pretty good grasp on understanding that, hey, <laughs> these alloy metals, we buy these alloy metals. We know what's in them. We know how much money they cost. And and we know that there's some value there. So most labs that are still working with metal like Newark uh, do have a pretty stringent recycling and capture process that's in place. Whereas by the time that it hits the dental practice, Sometimes those become a little less stringent processes, and we work with dentists and dental practices only. We don't work with uh, we don't work with ancillary people generally. So we don't usually work with like receptionists or assistants or hygienists or people that the dentist hasn't authorized to handle and, and uh, dispose of and recycle this material appropriately. So within the process, this is what the average dental practice sees. There's two mm-hmm. ways that you can handle it. So there are people that come by your practice on a regular basis, and they do what's called the weigh and pay. So they'll come into your practice if you're collecting this material, and everybody's got a little cup, right? So it'll be in a little cup. And they'll come in, they'll weigh it out, and they'll pay it cash on the spot. Well, and they a lot of these weigh-and-pay speculators, that's exactly what they're doing. They're just speculating on what the value is. You can't tell, and KJ, I know you know this, you can't tell what's in those alloys until you've done something to analyze it, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to break the bonds of the metals, and you have to perform uh, an assay. The easiest way for a dentist to know if uh, they're working with somebody who is an actual refinery, okay, is to ask for a copy of the assay report. If they can't provide you a copy of an assay report, then they're not. Then they're not a refinery. So what these cash-paying speculators will do is they'll come into your practice and they'll pay you, you know, some kind of cash payment for you retaining that dental scrap. Usually, it's on the order of anywhere between ten and thirty cents on the dollar of what the material is actually worth. And then these speculators, they take that material, and then they send it off somewhere to be refined. And most of the time, they end up keeping uh, the proceeds for the convenience of uh, taking that metal from you and sending it off to be refined. So they're really a third-party part of the process. The other way that you can work with uh, and make sure this material does actually get refined properly is to work directly with a refinery, like Core Scientific, for example. And we do everything underneath our roof. So we will either come to your facility, collect the materials, bring them back, and then we process and analyze those in our roof, underneath our roof.
0: Yeah, and I think a couple, first of all, thank you so much for giving us like the detailed explanation. I think a couple quick bullet point takeaways that the listeners should should take from that is what is core scientific? What can Robert help you with refining the metals, compensating you for the metals? And beyond that, doing it in a legit and professional way via your tried and tested processes like you just described um, and doing it in a way that honestly uh, helps the future. And uh, am I forgetting anything there? I guess like taking that big, long explanation and and simplifying it to like how do do you basically just like help push the dental industry forward? Um, Was there anything maybe you'd add to that?
1: Absolutely. So not throwing it in the landfill is a very simple way to, you're going to capture some type of, of, of revenue. And I think most dental practices these days are capturing it, retaining it. But if you actually want to capture the value from those metals, it's really important, I think, to understand that these people that come by for convenience are retaining the majority of the proceeds for you. On average, even if you work with not a great refinery with you know great process and technique, and I'm going to talk about that here a little bit more in depth, um, you're going to easily see your returns double just simply by working with anybody who is an actual direct refiner. So with us at Core Scientific, it's it's easy for us to understand that hey, look, if you're working with somebody who's a cash paying speculator, They are not giving you the best deal. And no matter what happens, we're going to be able to do better by you in a more responsible and and, and accurate process. When it comes to other refineries, there's there's a lot of things that we do even differently than most of those refineries. We are a modern refinery with modern and proprietary processes. And all refineries will break the bonds of that metal. You have to heat that metal up in order to break those bonds. What we do that's a little bit differently, and this is really pretty interesting, is that we utilize something called an induction furnace. So we use an electric-powered furnace with variable heat to melt and destroy your metals, which is the only way that we can tell what's in them. Now, why is this important? Well, take, for example, the most valuable metals that are in dental strap are gold, silver, and palladium. Uh, rarely there's some platinum in there. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit more of that these days, uh, particularly working with our labs. We're seeing a little bit of it and KG, I'm sure you can get into a little better, more detail about why we're seeing more platinum, but, uh, you know, let's just take gold and palladium, for example, they melt at temperatures are nearly a thousand degrees apart. Now, your typical refinery utilizes a gas-powered furnace. So what they're going to do is they're going to take your material, and they're going to melt it all at 3,000 degrees. So they're going to throw it in that furnace. They're going to melt it at 3,000 degrees. A great visual uh, for the way that this looks and explain what yield loss is, is to so imagine taking a jar of pasta sauce and sticking it in your microwave. What happens?
0: It's going to explode it's going to
1: explode. It blows up all over the inside of your Water. microwave. Yeah. It's a huge mess, right? You got to wipe it out. And you know. And if you have kids like I do, you end up wiping it out when your kids do it. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's what yield loss is in a, in a visual demonstration. By us heating those materials up from coal to their melting point, it allows us to not overheat and lose your material. Now, we focus very, very diligently on our process to make sure that we don't have yield loss. So we're not losing your metals for you. And then, uh, you know, with a gas-powered furnace, yeah, it's quick, it goes the fast way, it, you know, and, and it's a way to destroy that material, but you just lose some of it. The second part of it is our assay process. So in order for us to accurately pay our clients, we have to perform an assay. We have to understand what percentage and what purity of the metals are in there. And there's really two ways that this is done. Uh, The way and pay people just kind of speculate on what it is, and that's not accurate at all. There's no way you can do that. Um, You can utilize either x-ray fluorescence, which is really a pretty cool technology. Use like effectively, if I can use visualization here, a handheld scanner effectively that uses x-ray fluorescent technology to penetrate into the metal to a certain depth. And it can tell you what metals are present in the sample that's being analyzed, and it can tell you the purity of those metals. So with that, it's, it's good and it's quick and it's a way to be able to tell what's in there. The problem with it is it really, it lacks precision, KJ. There's no, there's no real precision in it. So say the sample that you analyze, and I'm just gonna use very general numbers here, is 50% gold, right? So you're yeah. analyzing that number at 57% gold. When you're using X-ray fluorescence, there's a margin of error. and go 3% plus or minus. So in reality, it could be 47% gold or it could be 53% gold. So when you're performing the assay and you're writing down on the assay report, to be safe, you know that it's at least 47% gold when you're using x-ray fluorescence. So that's what you put in. And again, in reality, it could be 47% or it could be 53%, but you're going to be paid on 47%. So it lacks lacks precision in the reporting of the metals that that we're giving you, both in quantity and and, uh, uh, purity. So with that, we utilize what's a, a more complicated and way more precise method. We use a fire assay. So we analyze your materials when they're in their molten state, and then we deploy technologies that can tell us with accuracy to parts per billion what's inside of those samples. And then when we pay you for your samples or we pay you for your dental scrap lot, we pay you uh, based on what the live market pricing is the day that your metals are melted. It's not on a speculated price at the beginning of the month. You know, today gold is two thousand and forty two dollars last I checked. And if you melted with us today, you're being paid on gold at two thousand and forty two dollars. At the beginning of the month, it was much lower. It was in the 1800s, right? So um, you're being paid on live market pricing uh, for your metals. And we provide a crystal clear and professional assay that shows you the fine weight and market price of all the metals that we, we recover from your dental scrap sample. And we recover those metals without losing any of them. So we keep your metals going back to you. The last thing that we do that is the most different uh, than when working with any other refinery is we utilize um, transparency. We uh, give to every one of our clients, whether you have one practice, 100 practices, or dental lab like UKJ, or one of the many other sources that we we collect this metal from, we give you, the customer, a web-facing portal really simple it just resides on your web browser you can click on it and 24 hours a day seven days a week you can see current and historic activity with core scientific when your materials are received at our refinery they are going to be weighed in on a certified scale there's going to be a picture taken of it now say you send me a bunch of stuff in there like there's uh I don't know, a bunch of uh, chromium cobalt partials or, you know, some other things that don't contain any type of precious metal. We're going to take that material out of the sample that you sent us. And you're going to see it set aside. And we're going to make sure that that material is recycled uh, appropriately, but we're not going to weigh it. And we're not going to destroy it. And, and you're going to be very clear about how much material you sent us and that it's your material. So we have this picture uh, of all the material and the certified scale weight And then as we process it, we advance within the process. So, you know where it is in process at all times. The, uh, when it's all finished, we're going to partner that assay report, that professional settlement report that shows the fine weight and market price of all the metals and how much money we're paying you with that picture. And that's going to be retained in that portal forever. So KJ, most dentists refine this scrap, you know, once to twice a year, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, for us to do that, you can go and you can compare, hey, you know, uh, you're looking at it. I sent Bob and Core Scientific, I sent them, I don't know, five ounces of down scrap six months ago. And this is what it looked like. You can take a picture of it and you look at the picture and see, hey, there's a bunch of PFMs in there. And PFMs are either on palladium or they're on silver-based alloys. And you can see, you know, this is what he ended up giving me for, you know, six months elapsed and there's a second lot. And this one is also, you know, five or six ounces of dental scrap because your practice is pretty consistent. But the second time, there's a lot more gold in there. And you can see that, hey, you know, my payment was a lot more for this five or six ounces. And you're going to understand why, because you have all of that information. Plus, you're going to know, you know, say you sent your dental scrap lot in uh, yesterday and you're wondering, hey, where is it? Did they receive it? you're going to see on that portal. Well, yeah. It's been received, you know, Hey, there's a picture here. There's some tracking information and all that. So it's our focus really KJ to be different than the other refineries is to focus on really just kind of opening up the book and, and letting you know, and letting you have all the information. So it's our process and it's our analytics and then it's our transparency.
0: Yeah. And I think if I were to take anything away from that is that, much like us, you know, you have to have as a dental lab, a dentist or a refiner, you have to have the best uh, technology, but also you have to have skilled minds and people who know how to use it, how to best utilize it. And that's kind of what I'm taking away from this conversation is you guys know this stuff backwards and forwards. And, you know, it's it's all very uh, credible. It's all very scientific. It all makes sense. And I think one thing that would be interesting to talk about here, we've got, you know, maybe seven, eight minutes left is how is that like first person experience? If you were to say, um, like if a dentist did want to say, okay, I like what I'm hearing. How does this work? Like, you know, maybe, uh, do I just like set my stuff out? Like, do they, you know, do you just come and pick it up and drop off the bag of you know, whatever it's worth like next week and, and, and how much setup is there? Like, could you talk us through exactly kind of what happens, um, if someone wants to use your, your services?
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks KJ. Uh, well, there's a couple of things that we can do here and, and we really try to tailor everything to make it as convenient, uh, accessible and, and, uh, rewarding, I would say, for for our clients. So we want to make sure that things work for you. Uh, I am here uh, in the northern suburbs of Chicago. I cover the greater Milwaukee area. I'm there. Well, I'll be there tomorrow. So uh, I'm there uh, usually several times a month. Um, we also utilize FedEx and UPS. I ship this stuff, KJ, literally all over the world. I have clients mm-hmm. in the UK, the island of Barbados. Uh, I've shipped stuff from uh, Midway Island. <laughs> I've shipped stuff from literally Mexico, all over the world. Right? So um, we ship we ship this material all over the place, and it's really it's safe to ship. We just ask that it's clean and dry. Okay, so don't ship us a container with a bunch of liquid in it because it goes through a UPS facility or a FedEx facility, or you know, those are the two that we use anyhow, and it starts leaking all over the place. Well, guess what? It's gonna get opened. <laughs> and somebody's gonna start asking some questions about, hey, what is this liquid and why is it in here? So um it's really we make it a very easy process for you. Um we realize that dentists have been doing a variety of different things for this too. So when it comes to payments, um, you know we have to kind of identify who our, pay- who our payees are, right? So we typically pay in a check. Uh, we make that check payable to the dentist or to the practice or whoever the dentist wishes for us to to pay. Um, Or we can also pay in commodities. So say there's a dentist who maybe has been hanging on to this material for their entire career. And they're like, wow, I don't really know what to do with it. You know, I've got all this dental alloy scrap and um, I'm looking at it and I know that gold is going to go up in value because a lot of people believe that gold is going to go up in value. I happen to personally be one of them. So, What we can do is we can transition um, all those alloys and transition the value of all that alloyed metal into pure gold coins. We don't like make these coins. We go and we buy them off the exchange and we have them certified drop shipped either to us at the refinery and I deliver them in person or we can uh, drop ship them directly to you directly from the exchange. So um, we try to make it as easy and convenient for doctors as as, is possible. Uh, to To work with us, um, with that, I mean, you know, really, I'm trying to think. You know, what would be what would be any type of a stumbling block uh, for somebody working with us, new or giving us an opportunity? And I can't really think of any of them. Uh, easiest way to get in contact with me is to is to call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll give my cell phone number out here on the podcast for those of you listening. Uh, it is area code eight four seven five eight two. And that number reaches me directly. You can call. Uh, text is oftentimes an easy uh, uh, alternative as well. Most of my clients have given me their cell phone numbers and we just shoot texts back and forth because that's the, the way that the world works these days. But you can call me also. Um, you can also shoot me an email, uh, which is robert at core, C-O-R-E dash or the hyphen mark, scientific.com. Robert at core-scientific.com. And we can get the process started from there. Um, You do not need to ship your dental scrap in, in my container. Um, We just have a quick conversation, uh, organize the pickup, and talk about how you want to be paid and how you want to be communicated with. And we take it from there and we make sure to do it all for you. Typically the process since again, since we do utilize, we utilize quite a bit of technology and we found that going slow um, generally produces the best results. I know there are refineries out there and I can think of a couple of them that'll you know, talk about, uh, hey, I can, I can turn your dental scrap around in 24 hours. Well, we might be able to do that if we were to take some shortcuts and things like that. But in reality, most dentists have been hanging on to this scrap, the ones that have been aggregating it for six months or a year. You know, waiting a week or ten days versus twenty-four hours isn't going to affect your outcome in a in a positive way for just having it back quicker, right? So yeah. um, we we make sure that we take our time, we do the job right, and that uh, we uh, we earn your referral. Um, that is at the end of the day, that is my only goal uh, because our business is a trust based business, it's a referral based business, and when our clients are happy with us, they tell other people our clients aren't happy with us. They tell 10 times as many people. So we try to make sure we keep them happy, right? So um, with that, it's, uh, you know, we look forward to any opportunity we can have to connect and educate. And um, in cases, I've talked to office staffs or people have multiple practices. There are a lot of things we can do for folks that have multiple practices. Um, We can create, you know, centralized hubs, Utilizing Salesforce, so Salesforce is our uh, customer management that provides the portal and everything else. Um, we can uh, provide, uh, uh, you know, reporting, customized reporting. If you have multiple offices, is particularly for companies like you know DSOs and things like that. They have hundreds of practices and want to identify which practices are performing, which ones aren't performing. So we have. We have skilled professionals that can handle and 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 really customize your experience to to best benefit our clients.
0: yeah, thank you so much for just all the detail, Robert. I know we'll put your contact info in the the show notes and everything and I think to all the listeners out there, it definitely is a challenging economic environment and if anything, this might just be able to to add a little bit of a breathing room you know and and uh, if, if it's uh, worth a shot, you know, maybe think about that, that alone. Um, I know that we uh, as newer to the dental lab, we work with Robert and we have a great relationship with him. And like you said, it's, it's all about, um, you know, being realistic, doing it the right way. So I think that's why we align on so many things. And uh, Robert, thanks so much for coming on. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, K.J., I can't think of any final
1: thoughts. I'm just very grateful for the opportunity and for our partnership. And uh, for this is the most outstanding referral. Uh, and I'm happy to be a reference for you because um, you're right. I, I think there's value in doing things the right way. And I know I know new arts clients uh, re- receive that type of treatment and uh, and, and have those expectations. And uh, we have those as well. And it's been a good partnership. And I look forward to continuing and and having future conversations. And if I can ever be of any type of a reference, please feel free to reach out and give a call.
0: Love that. Love that. So this has been an amazing episode of Confessions from the Dental Lab. If anyone's looking to get in touch with Robert, once again, we're going to put his contact info in the description um, also, you know, if you just want to send us a message and say, like, hey, who was that guy you were talking uh, about the refining with? We're happy to connect you with Robert as well. We just want to see everybody win as we go into the future. And uh, together with these episodes and, and just helping each other out, we can all get a little bit better. So my name is KG Eiksten. It's been a great episode. and I look forward to talking with everybody next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at dental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.